Bringing you the stories behind the songs. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. He was just nominated for a Grammy for producing Brandy Clark's album, 12 Stories, and you met her here just last weekend. Well, Nashville producer Dave Brainerd has had number one albums, number one singles, gold and platinum singles to his credit, and has an interesting story behind his climb to the big time that started, get this, in Nebraska. Producer Dave Brainerd and 12 Stories, nominated for the Grammys. Welcome to the show, <laughs> Dave. Hello. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> uh, thanks. Great to have you with us today. Uh, great to be with you. Well, first of all, congratulations on the Grammy nod. Now, this has to be especially sweet since all the major labels passed on signing Brandy and you did all the production work essentially for free. So you have to let us know what are you feeling now given the history of this album and where it is now? It's kind of a, a numb excitement because with Brandy, it, it, it's one of those deals where you always believed it could be. Matter of fact, uh, my former wife actually remembers when I brought the project home that I even said from the beginning before you even started that this would be my first Grammy-worthy project. Wow. I'd forgotten I said that, and she reminded me of that. You had a feeling from the yeah, beginning. You know, yeah. Brandy wasn't really the typical um, artist when I started working with her. She came in, she had ball cap, and, you know, not the petite sort of star look, but her music was so powerful, I think um, it's just a feeling that I had. So there was um, a lot of stewardship involved. So, you know, when you're taking music that excellent, it's really kind of a fearful uh, endeavor. You know, like, I hope I don't screw this up. When we started working on it, it was almost an obligation to her excellence. And and that's that's kind of underlying what was the feeling throughout that project. So we knew we were going to do something great. I remember even telling a friend of mine who uh, was a mentor of mine, Chris Estes, who's an inventor and a great producer himself. But uh, mm-hmm. we had dinner one night, and uh, and Chris uh, had Brandy with me. We were doing pre-production. We sat there, and Chris um, was like, hey, so you, what are you guys doing? What are you up to? And I go, well, we're starting on a record. And he goes, oh, really? And he kind of looked at her, and she's in a ball cap, and, you know, it's a little <laughs> heavier set. And, right. and he's looking at me going, okay, cool. Um, you know, because I normally wouldn't say things that I don't mean. And so I looked at him, and I said, uh, I said, yeah, I think I think this is going to be the best project I'll ever be a part of. Uh-huh. And he looked at me and looked at Brandy and said, wow, okay. Uh-huh. And so uh, it's now one of his favorite records. Even in the beginning, there was that feeling of like, yeah, we got to treat this with puppet gloves and, and do something really special. So, right, and probably skepticism from others. Yeah, you know what, there, there was an inner circle. Um, I think Brandy was having, um, starting to, become really well respected as a songwriter uh-huh. and she started getting cuts and everything but but her artist thing had kind of passed and um and the people uh, that branded her as a songwriter i don't think they were skeptical but they, they didn't see her as an artist right, or a okay. superstar you know so they were like okay you're giving up a lot to go chase this thing brandy type yeah. of thing like wow are you sure you really want to give up this songwriter momentum to throw it at an artist thing because that you know the artist thing is very consuming things that that was probably more so that's that's my understanding but you know it sounds like you really believed in her talent as an artist and i'm sure that gave her a lot of confidence to continue moving forward with the project too yeah it's weird because um there's a lot like we all have roles and brands and perception of like who i am to you who you are to me and everything i think brandy was just a songwriter to them so Uh when, when she comes into my door you know i instantly 
thought of her as a superstar. Uh, uh-huh. I wasn't familiar with her songwriting brand, so to me, I viewed her as a superstar. So that was kind of, I guess, uh, an important thing that I, I didn't have a relationship with her before, before that right. meeting. In my mind, she was that, and so um, delusion is a good thing. Yeah. You know, when, I, yeah. when I established her as a star in my mind, I just tried to do everything I could to um, yeah. you know, be a part of that vision. Country music producer Dave Brainerd here on the Mulberry Lane Show, having a big moment right now, having been nominated for a Grammy. Now he produced the critically acclaimed album by Brandy Clark. And you're hearing all about it here on the Mulberry Lane Show. And I'm sure that she felt that support, and that's why she chose you to do the album. Yeah, you know, uh, that's the one thing about Brandy is that um, I had a little bit of a name at the time just because of Jared's stuff, but I was still very up and coming. Yeah. And uh, I really felt like she was smart enough to really look at the pieces, uh, mm-hmm. people's production styles and and their level of passion and all that stuff. And I think she gauged all those things, and she's just very smart with who she collaborated with. And so I'm, I'm just, you know, fortunate that she uh, decided to want to work with me. But uh, she's also intelligent enough to just fit, match the style. She knew uh, what she was after. Yeah, she wasn't going for a big name or, or just that uh, that stuff. It was just more of a marriage of uh, creative you know, talents. You were initially blown away by her voice. So when you went into the studio and you know you were recording her songs, her voice, did you have a preconceived notion of how you wanted the production to go? Or did you go in there and kind of trial and error about how you would build things around what she brought? My process is always the same. I... Um, sit down I, I never go off of demos I, I just sit down with a uh, with an artist and we do guitar vocals and we do lots of them okay and I study their voice and uh, I just try to learn uh, who they are and I uh, try to learn I call it the isms of their voice the things okay. that make them unique and special mm-hmm. uh, the ends of words uh, I, I know you guys as singers would appreciate this yeah it's like uh, how they end words and where it's most effective how they uh, where the tension and release is in their voice, where the sweet spot is in their voice. Uh-huh. And so a lot of that was just a pre-production, a study process of just me learning uh, what makes her unique. And so um, once I learned that, and then we just start building the sounds around it. And it's, a lot of it's just instinct. And, okay. uh, you know, me coming from a songwriting background, it's always very, um, uh, you know, when you have a, a songs like uh, Brandy or like Ray Scott, who I work with, uh-huh. uh, they give you so much inspiration and material material to draw from in terms of interpretation so it's all just interpreting and then there's instinct and then there's flashes of ideas but Uh there was no preconceived thing i just knew that we had to make the songs um, work okay now listening to like the innuendos of a voice and you know like you were talking about the ends and you know all of that that takes a lot of patience and a lot of ear training because that is lost on many people those innuendos so now were you always drawn to the details or was that something you had to train yourself in doing you know being from the military which is off an air force base and uh, being in the air force band i think uh, attention to detail has always sort of been in my uh, training i guess just as a person more so i learned that from um you know i'm formerly married to uh, taryn um, brainerd who is now um Taryn Lamont, and she's, we're still good friends and everything, but we sang a lot together in okay. the Air Force, and I really learned a lot about the female voice, because she had a, uh, just a, just an amazing voice. So okay. 
that was probably a big uh, seed for me in terms of understanding female vocal. Okay. And then you mentioned before that you, you spent a lot of time as a songwriter and as a touring musician. So what do you think those skills you know, brought to your production projects? Well, you know what? This is, boy, this is a can of worms. Let me try and keep it succinct. Okay. <laughs> your decisions and your instincts are based on a body of uh, what I call empathy. Okay. You know, so the answer to that, be on the road... Uh, to have played in the Air Force, uh, to have been on radio tour and see what the dynamic is in a radio station or conference room, to play in front of big crowds and small crowds, to play for generals, to write songs twice a day with all the best writers in town. All those empathies sort of go into your decision-making process. Sure. And uh-huh. so um, whether it's the creative side or the business side, um, I'm, and they're not conscious decisions, they're just sort of gut decisions. Okay. So all those experiences go to my... You know, what hits my gut when I hear a song or I have a flash of an idea or something like that. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, on the business side, I'm, I was very affected by um, the radio tours that I went on and just seeing and understanding the um, dynamic that happens at radio with the radio people and the trade-off of leverage and all that stuff uh-huh. there. So I, I'm always considering that, too, in okay. when I'm doing a record to consider what that's, you know, how that's going to react. I can imagine that broad base of experience really brings a lot of knowledge and authority even to your production, too, because you know what it's like. You sense what it's like, or uh-huh. you feel, yeah, there's, there's so many elements to it. I think everybody has their own set of experiences that makes the end result unique. It definitely is a culmination of all those things that uh, you know end up somewhere in that music when you push play. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You're listening to music producer Dave Brainerd, recently nominated for a Grammy for producing Brandy Clark's album, 12 Stories. We'll have more with Dave, including growing up in Omaha has affected his musical career. You're listening to The Mulberry Lane Show, and your radio sisters will be RB. I hate stripes, and orange ain't my color. And if I squeeze that trigger tonight, I'll be wearing one or the other. Worth a crime of fashion The only thing saving your life Is that I don't look good 